0: This week on the Koshcast. Aguero seals legendary status, Mourinho's reputation is on hiatus, Rashford, Martial and Greenwood get creative and Liverpool's thirst for victory remains unsated. Elsewhere, we've got the Barcelona manager situation, news from Serie A and a transfer segment that gets the juices flowing. Hop in. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Kosh Cast on underthekoshblog.com and at under underscore the kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex and Bernie is here. Hello Alex, how are you doing my man? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Awesome, doing well. Excellent. We may or may not be joined by Rashid, unclear, uh, and Mohanad is studying uh, for another test. So it might just be the two of us, but we will see. All good. Uh, you
1: know what, Alex? I, I like it that way. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, isn't it? All <laughs> right. Um,
0: let's start. Well, actually, we should start by saying sorry for being <laughs> away for a bit. Um, there was the, you know, the Christmas period, the holiday period. Everyone was away, uh, and then we came back, and it was like FA Cup weekend, and no one was there. Anyway, it's been a difficult month.
1: But, I like uh, to consider our winter break.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. We're recharged. We're back in it, um, and. Another team that's looking for a recharge, Barcelona. We join you on the day that uh, Valverde has finally been sacked. I mean, it's been like a year or two coming at this point and replaced by Kike Setien. Bernie, are your initial impressions?
1: Um, <clears throat> so I, I think we say finally, mainly because we knew that this was going to happen. Uh, the fans were on the guy's back for months and Mohamed was on his back for months. So and Mohamed, Mohamed is a closet. Barcelona fans. so Mm -hmm. uh, when he speaks, they listen. Um, But, yeah, I mean, ever since the Liverpool uh, result, I think they actually had some sort of meeting, and then they came out with the dreaded vote of confidence, but this is the longest I've ever seen a vote of confidence uh, last (laughs) for... It's been (laughs) going on for ages. Yeah. Uh, My my beef with this um, is I don't really understand the point now. Um, mm. it, it it doesn't really add up to me because, you know, you are top of La Liga, you have progressed to the second round, and you're playing Napoli. So in Champions League, you will beat them. I don't really care <laughs> what they're going through right now. And then, mm. what they lost a Super Cup, um, which is supposed to be one game, but now it's a made up tournament held, hosted in Saudi Arabia. Like, and they they wanted to go for Xavi, and then they got this Setian guy who. I, I, like they they've made a mess of this thing and it doesn't make any sense to me
0: yeah what's interesting is that what i will say is at least by ending up with setien after Xavi said no they've stuck with uh the idea they haven't bounced from one type of manager to another Xavi and setien are both like purist i'm not going to say tiki-taka but passing build out you know they're, they're, they're purists. They're, they have fundamental ideas about how football should be played, uh, whether it you know concedes goals or not. That this is what they're going to do. So at least there's some consistency there from a tactical standpoint. Um, Setien, f- from what little I've seen of his teams, and all I've seen is Betis. Um, they played really. Um, but the thing about uh, you know, as Pep Guardiola has found out, the thing about playing that type of football is that you need the quality of players. And so there's an argument for his ideas with this level of player, and maybe we'll see something special. Um, but, I mean, it is quite extraordinary how Barcelona keep ending up with arguably hipster choices. I mean, this guy, uh, Betis side has managed Las Palmas uh, and a bunch of teams I've never heard of. Lugo, Logorones, not that I'm the barometer, by the way, but Equatorial Guinea. <laughs> uh, I have heard of them. Polly Ejido, Ejido, sorry, and Racing Santander. Okay, I've heard of them too. But like, it, this is not a, a glittering resume, right? And he got sacked by Batiste, let, let us not forget. So it, it's certainly interesting. It's certainly interesting. And I, I'd be very interested to know why Xavi thought this wasn't the time too.
1: Well, what amazes me is, I mean, for someone like Javi, I, I think... Not being the right time is a bit of an excuse in the sense of, um, well, well. Let me, let me say this. As we've, we've joked around that, you know, what a time to be alive, that Arteta is managing Arsenal, Solskjaer is managing United, Lampard, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I think there's another person that we were joking about recently. Well, Zidane at Madrid, it would have been so fun to have Xavi, who no like if molda was bad was is not good enough experience and al is just nothing <laughs> you know that, that that would have been really interesting to me but i was reading somewhere today that um javi does not seem convinced by this president's and vice like this barcelona uh, administration um and he would wait for the next elections to make a move um, that that is what I heard. And, well, I saw on, on Twitter somewhere. So maybe that's it. Because otherwise, it doesn't make sense for Xavi not to take this job.
0: I mean, yeah, that that's interesting if true. But like, are you just never gonna manage Barcelona then if you don't get the president or board that you want? Like, who are you waiting for? Laporta is that the only guy that you're? I, I mean, it's just a. I'm not sure it's a kind of sustainable way to operate because you know he, he wants the job and he'll take it at some point so and we'll see how long he's willing to wait but i this is this is going to be very interesting what i do like about uh the transition from valverde to setien is they look really quite similar <laughs> there's like 60 year old gray-haired blokes with kind of roman faces um but it, it will be interesting to see barcelona go back to what we think of as their fundamental style of play because Valverde has been far more pragmatic than Barcelona typically are. And it's won him two leagues. It's won him two league titles. And when, when you say that it's a risk doing this now, you're right because he's proved that he can consistently win the league. Real Madrid are on 40 points as are Barcelona. You change it now and there's any kind of you know, unsettling or the players take some time to adapt to to Setien's method and they could lose the league easily to Real Madrid who have
1: only lost one game this season. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I, and and just to add to that, again, when I I go back to all the teams I mentioned, right, who've done this um, former player thing, right, because they wanted Xavi Setien as an afterthought. In fact, they wanted Kuman after Xavi and Kuman even said no, that this was not the right time. I think in his case, he has Euros and... and 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 stuff like that so that's fine
0: sorry sorry Um, he 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 has euros
1: (laughs) sorry (laughs) euros yes uh but when i look at and all those clubs are in situations where they had done you know different things and they didn't work so they went oh well let's go this route like you've they went barcelona go the player route every single time even valverde himself was a former player so this is no different. However, each guy, except for, let's say, Pep Guardiola they've gone for, actually has a major repertoire. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, this could get into, um, uh, what's that, guys? Tata Martino uh, territory. And that did not end very well. <laughs> so, uh, we'll see. We'll see.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, other, other things from Spain uh, this weekend. Did you see the Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid uh, nonsense?
1: Um, for, I, I I honestly decided I wasn't gonna watch any of this nonsense because it's a made-up tournament. Like, what kind of <laughs> what kind of Super Cup has semifinals? I don't understand. And this in Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. which no one wanted, by the way. Everyone seemed to complain about that. But on on that, uh, the only thing I did, I saw two things, okay, and they were funny to me. The first thing I saw was uh, everyone going, "Lukovitch is back," and I went, "He's back. Okay, cool. What did he do?" And he <laughs> ran through four guys and missed. Yeah. So I thought, Oh wow! These are really low standards. It's it's that it's like Luka Jovic steps on pitch. Woo! Like wow.
0: <laughs> he was probably as excited about everyone else as everyone else. Um, no, I mean, obviously the, the key talking point here was that uh, uh, that that Fede Val, another Valverde that Fede Valverde foul that I'm sure everyone has seen in the dying minutes of extra time as Murata breaks through and Valverde does the only thing that he can do which is an extremely competent professional foul <laughs> on the edge of the box.
1: It was actually pretty, pretty beautiful. Mm. Uh, so I, I mean, I love, I love, a, see, I don't like those Man City tactical fouls, which are just kind of like, oh, it's going to nip you on the feet and act like I didn't do anything. This was proper. Yep, <laughs> I'm clattering you. I'm owning it and yep. we're all good. And Simeone actually enjoyed it. Oh, I bet he <laughs> did. I bet he did. I mean, what, what,
0: what, sort of baffled me was like the real madrid players uh also the atletico madrid players running up and like starting a fight with him it's like you would have done exactly the same thing you'd have probably done it more violently if anything like <laughs> it's just i don't know what their problem was but maybe it was one of those things where they like they knew they were going to lose once it went past that
1: it might it might have been it might have been uh hold pause for a second roche are you there Yes, i'm waiting quietly in handling... the All right, so from Spain to England, uh, let's start with City against Villa. 6 1, records tumbled. Um, (laughs) Let's start with, I hate this one, but sure, fine. The most goals scored by an overseas player in the Premier League, Uh, Kunagüero. I'm just going to ignore that record because I think it's a stupid thing to be counting, but uh, Kunagüero. Premier League legend. I think that's, that's nailed on, yeah?
2: Sorry. Uh, yeah, totally. I thought he broke this record ages ago, actually. Shocked that it just happened now.
1: Ab- absolutely. I thought, you know, my, my problem with this record, and sure, fine, we'll talk about the record, is we now live in a culture where you have to compare everyone. And I keep seeing this Aguero Henry thing, and I'm like, why? Like, yeah. Uh, a, Henri is miles better. So I, I have jumped into it, yes. But but I, I don't see the point. Like, this, let, let it be. It doesn't make any sense. They didn't play against each other, so who cares?
0: I, I think there is, I think you're right. And I think there are players who, and maybe this is a generational thing. Maybe if you grew up with Aguero, then you feel differently. But there are players who make their cultural mark on the game of football. And I don't believe Aguero is one of those. And part of that, might be because he lacks personality, he doesn't speak English, he doesn't do interviews. We don't really know anything about Sergio Aguero. That doesn't help. Um, but the other thing is like, Henri did stuff we'd never seen before, or he did things faster than we'd never seen them done. And Aguero is an unbelievable striker, but he's kind of cold and mechanical. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I, I just want to chime in on Aguero's game a little bit. I I like the cold and mechanical comparison, but I also think that that flatters him a little bit because I think that although he is very technically skillful, I don't actually enjoy watching his goals. And I don't think that they're just not watchable and there's no, there's no Mancunian bias over here, but I just feel like, you know, you don't see a, like a magical, like a curler from 30 yards that just sneaks into the post. A lot of these are like tap-ins or, or like little carpet goals, like from the six yard box. Like, I, I, I don't know. I'm not a fan of his goals.
1: You, you know what's interesting and and I think Roche, you have a point and I think there's a there's a, there's a reason for that like when before Pep came in yeah I, I, aguero was basically you know him and tevez basically were just running around and running around shooting from anywhere dribbling a bunch of people and actually Pep didn't like it and I think one of Pep's assistants, I can't remember his name now, but is a British guy, so it actually shocked me that he was his assistant. But uh, he came out and said that the reason why he's doing so well under Pep is because he's playing for the team enough for himself. And, okay, sure. Like, if you're going to be on a Pep team, unless you're Lionel Messi, you're going to become a tap-in merchant, effectively, because, I mean, why not? They create so many chances. Why wouldn't you do that? But at the same time, I agree it does take a little bit of a um, – the essence and the uh, je ne sais quoi, since we're talking about Thierry Henry, out of it. And I mm-hmm. think that's, that's a little disappointing because Thierry Henry was an animal that you couldn't tame, right? That's how it felt. And, he, and in fact, the fact that it didn't really work in a sense at Barcelona only adds to his Premier League legend for me.
0: Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's fair. I think that's entirely fair. I mean, although I, it's a bit harsh to say it didn't work at Barça. I mean, he had a couple of very good seasons and then kind of tailed off. But uh, but yeah, Agüero is funny, and it, it will be seen. It will be sorry interesting to see how he's remembered. But what is true is that he just keeps slamming the goals in. And uh, <laughs> I I sort of feel a bit sorry for uh, for Gabi Jesus because Agüero is going to be there until he's not. And then Gabi Jesus is not going to be the number one striker. Even at that point, he's going to spend like five years waiting for the chance and then not get it.
1: And you know what else? And and uh, Mo is here, so I'll I'll say this to to let to give Mo some time to chime in. Aguero has never been top scorer in the league, so that that shows two things: a, he has incredible consistency, and it's not about volume in one or two or even three seasons. But I I do feel it's a bit of a shame. Like I I would like him to be top goal scorer I like him to be player of the season that type of thing he's he's never done that Mo Salah thing where it's just like total domination and you don't care about anybody else and that's the only blemish I would say in that Henri Aguero comparison that I don't even like to have but Mo why don't you chime in since your favorite player of all time except for David Beckham we're talking about
3: hey everyone (laughs) my hey how are you guys doing it's been a long time um, so, yeah, what happened was I was supposed to be doing this quiz and the professor probably forgot to make it accessible to all of us. So, I get anywhere so here I am. <laughs> uh,
0: well, thank you to your professor for that.
3: Yeah, no, I know. I'm so relieved. Um, yes, Aguero. Um, I heard what you guys were saying um, a little bit back. And Aguero is one of those weird things where he almost... You know, it's weird to say that he's underrated, but, like, he he's just not on that. You know what I mean? Um, it's just how do you describe it? I think what Bernie said at the end there, where he's never really felt like he's carried the team on his own kind of thing Um, that like, you know, the Henry's have done, the Salahs have done that, you know, even Van Persie at Arsenal and United have done. It just feels that he's always surrounded by such a capable, you know, cast Mm. that it kind of undermines his own personal um, contribution just in carrying the team over that line. You know, like if he'd done it maybe in the Champions League for City or something and, I know this is a Premier League conversation, but still it would kind of help a little bit. But yeah, he, he just never got that recognition. I think he's always been in such a good team.
0: I, I think you're right, because he did get that that sort of recognition when he was at Atleti. When he was carrying that, that team, you know, as the dynamic striker. You know how Atleti always have that one striker, and he was that. And then you're right, he came to City and was immediately surrounded by some of Europe's best talent. And so, of course, yeah, his reputation... Not suffered, because obviously he, he excelled at City, but I know what you mean.
1: But the game ended 6-1, and uh, we're talking about Aguero, so he did something right. <laughs>
0: he did something right. Well, I, I, I will say something about Danny Drinkwater, who played his first game in like 22 months. The match report said, Drinkwater started well with a couple of simple touches. And I think it all went very much downhill from
1: there. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I, I, read a, I read a stat that said he was dribbled past six times. And, like, you know, that doesn't sound very much in your head, but when you play football and people actually dribble you six times, <laughs> it's really embarrassing. I mean, probably, I don't, I don't He's know. probably
3: been dribbled by past more than the number of times he touched the ball this game. Probably. One of them, crucial touch in the box where he laid off the goal to the Man City players. That was nice. Um, so, you know, gave, it, gave a beautiful... Passed to Jesus, who then uh, then it got to Mars. So he was very slow, very slow on his feet there. But again, like jokes aside, it's so unfair for someone who hasn't played football in like six months to come in against City and try and show anything in this Aston Villa side, you know. Um, but that being said, Grealish, you know, I, I tweeted during the game that like no matter how bad a team you have, no matter how good the opposition are, quality will shine through. You could just see it, man. Like he had it, even though they were being absolutely dominated. Every time that he got the ball, he just felt a spark in there, you know?
1: So let me, let me, Uh, Rushe, uh you were going to say something, but I'll ask you this question since we're talking about Grealish a little bit. Um, would you have him? Which calf is that the question? <laughs> yes, which of Grealish's calves would you have?
2: <laughs> well, both, because they're both equally sick. Uh, and clearly he can play against Man City. Um, but what I was going to say earlier was about Danny Drinkwater. There was a fun uh, little fun fact about how uh, both from the Leicester title winning side like a few seasons ago, Drinkwater and uh, Mara's careers have gone in opposite directions. Now one of them being on the wrong end of the 6-1 result from the other. So I feel very bad for Drinkwater because I always thought he was a class midfielder and I'm not sure why his career has gone downhill so far. Um, but hopefully the same doesn't happen to Jack Grealish in a couple of seasons because I think that he's the next spark. I agree with Mohamed.
3: There was there was actually something interesting about Grealish, him and Madison. There, there was a stat doing the rounds recently where they were the only ones that had both like um, I think assists and contributions, but at the same time tackles and cutting out play so they're like really all-rounders like you think of both of them a little bit more as like attacking midfielders but clearly they've been doing the dirty work for their team too so so it's nice to see that kind of they have their overall game you know and the
1: interesting thing about that stat monet is Grealish was actually pretty comfortably ahead of Madison and that could be a combination of Madison just being on a better team and Grealish having to do more Mm -hmm. like to carry that team or it just could be you know their personalities and the way they they play the game. Where Jack wants to be on the ball and doing all sorts of things. I don't know which it is, but it's it's very interesting to see that Jack Grealish has no caps, I think, and he's not even considered. And I think that maverick attitude of his might have something to do with how Southgate sees his team.
0: Maybe, although although Southgate likes to give an opportunity to literally everyone, so I think I think he'll we'll see him there soon enough. Um, like there there isn't a justification really for. Including him like if there was a friendly in a couple of days you'd have him over Mason Mount on current form that kind of thing like I think he'll, he'll make it eventually um, I just want to touch on uh, the other game that happened on Sunday not that we not for long because I'm very confident that we have No one listening that supports these clubs, but Watford three Bournemouth nil uh, Nigel Pearson is doing an absolute madness again again
3: <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's known for madnesses. <laughs> yeah,
0: this is true. But check out their run since he took over. Lost to Liverpool, fair enough. Beat United. Beat Sheffield United. Beat Villa. Uh, beat beat Wolves. Sorry, drew with Sheffield United. Beat Villa. Beat Wolves. Beat Bournemouth.
3: Wait, and wait, wait! Been- they won. They won five out of six.
0: They were four out of six, sorry.
1: So apparently, in fact, not apparently. The fact is, since Pearson came, only Leicester and I believe no not Leicester. Only Liverpool and I believe Man City have more points.
3: So another miracle escape winning the title next season? Well, this is the thing. Like if they if they stay up and go on a good run, presumably you sack
1: him end of the season, you appoint Ranieri, right?
3: <laughs> and then you bring that opera guy to sing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But you've got to sack him for saying something racist. I think, that, <laughs> I think that's what it is.
0: I mean, I, I'm sure he'll provide the opportunity.
3: Was it, was it saying or doing? Wasn't it like more? I mean, I'm forgetting the story here, but was it a racist thing he said? Oh, he, it was Thailand, wasn't it? They were in Thailand or Malaysia or whatever. Well,
0: his team uh, videoed themselves having a drunk orgy in exactly. Thailand with prostitutes and making racist remarks. He didn't condemn them for that. And then he called a journalist an ostrich. So,
3: <laughs> bro, it's all about team spirit, you know, it's all about bonding, uh,
0: literal bonding,
3: Yeah. Um, but yeah, Walford are, I mean, we did talk a little bit about uh, what's his name, Bournemouth's manager, too, saying maybe this is the end of the road, maybe you know, sometimes it just gets stale, and perhaps it is stale for um, what's his name, Eddie Howe, Eddie Howe, like he's doing his best and whatever he can, and you know, Bournemouth are not a team that should have, def- I mean. <clears throat> He got relegated in any of the last three seasons. No one would have batted an eyelid. It's just I think it's time to like do something different, do something fresh because they they do feel a bit stale.
0: I, I get that feeling too. Although looking at the table, they are like it's really tight from like fourteenth to twentieth. It's really tight. It, or to to nineteenth. Sorry, if Bournemouth get two wins, they're in mid table. So I I do get that feeling. I agree with you, but I'm also not sure that we aren't
3: jumping bernie bernie's about to tell us about solanke and i'm ready go? <laughs>
1: yeah. no i was actually gonna leave that alone <laughs> but I, I, I don't know i think you, have we said this on? The, i think we have i think we've done this joke on the pod but yeah solanke and i have 20 million each come on man like uh, no no <laughs> sackable sackable
3: did you guys talk about mares and how good he was uh
1: no because we have other games to talk about but yes
3: mares was okay. sensational sure. that's fine okay you, you you think he's becoming a leader Right. I mean, he's just phenomenal, and, and he's becoming a leader in this team, but I just think he is, on paper, a better player than Sterling. As Sterling just got a stance and really racked up the stats, but I kind of his technical ability and touch and decision. Mar is every day of the week, man. He's been, in the last, what, four or five years, one of the best players in the Premier League.
0: Uh, Mo, what's your
1: Twitter account?
3: It's uh, at Mo underscore AFC. At me.
1: Uh, I- uh, he just gave me the wrong thing, Mo. We won't publish the right <laughs> thing. <laughs> Uh, what's the other game Alex (laughs) Uh, well if we go to Saturday
0: I know Rashe felt very strongly about Mourinho's tactical performance against Liverpool
2: (laughs) Uh, yeah it looked exactly like a Manchester United team of old under Mourinho himself agreed Uh, Uh, and if I have to elaborate slightly more on what that means it means that they looked very in disarray they didn't look like they want to get out of their own half at certain times when they did get out of their own half, it looked like it was very forced, very labored effort to attack the opposition goal. Uh, meanwhile, Liverpool, very technical, very fluid on the ball. Every player knows exactly what he needs to do. Um, almost like every player can you know swap interchangeably at different positions. I almost felt like, you know, because Liverpool have added such, such strong players like Alisson and Virgil van Dijk into their back lines, now they're... They're controlling games so much that these players like Allison and Van Dyke aren't even being tested that much. Right? You just see Van Dyke, you know, knocking the ball out of the back, looking for different ways to attack Spurs. Mm. And it was very much just like, just like, okay, like which way are we going to attack the uh, start this next attack from against Spurs? And I found that to be, uh, you know, I, I think uh, you know Mourinho's tactics haven't really evolved since 2000, maybe 2006 even. And it's, it's kind of hard to believe that he's one of the great managers of the game. So that's my criticism. You,
1: you know what? You know what? That's, that's, a, that's, that's damning. <laughs> that's, that was a damning assessment. And I think it's, I, I think it's spot on. Um, when, when you look at that team, I actually look at – you know how you know he's finished? Because he, this is uh Was da- Davinson Sanchez? Um, who else was there? Ganganga. Rose,
3: Rose. Was Rose playing? Yeah. yeah,
1: These are all players who, in my opinion, if you look at that back line, is still better than the back line that he came second with at Manchester United that he got to competently defend or he got the hair stand on his head. One of the two, pick one. <laughs> uh, so you look at it and you go, how can you not do the one thing that you're supposed to be good at, which is organizing a defense? If you can't even do that, like what what is Jose if he cannot do that? And I saw it in his game, I thought, you can't. Like, what? Like, what are we seeing? I don't get what we're seeing.
0: But I generally, I largely agree with this analysis, and I don't think Mourinho is doing a particularly good job at Spurs. I think he's giving them a bit of a kind of victim mentality and making them think they're they're smaller or, like, worse than they are and they have to play this defensive football. What I will say, though, is in re-watching the highlights of this game, his tactics actually worked. Like, not many teams give Liverpool this much of a game. Liverpool battered nearly everyone. Uh, What he did defensively was he had people man-marking the wing-backs and Mane and Salah. Um, And that worked. They actually kept them fairly quiet. Uh, But there's always something with Liverpool. And Firmino scored a, a really good goal. But if you look at the chances that Spurs created by playing on the break and pressing, they actually created a good number of very good chances and just didn't finish them. Son, Son, very miss. guilty. Yeah. Son, guilty. Lucas, guilty. La at the end. Lamella had a really good job. So they actually created a lot of chances. And I thought Allison was excellent. He makes everything look really easy. But I thought he was great.
3: They, um, I mean, they also missed Harry Kane. I mean, you think if, it, if, if a few of those fell to him instead of other players, um, that would be a different story too. Um, <coughs> I think here's a question for you guys. Um, on the Liverpool uh, kind of domination, I, I saw a tweet, and I'm not saying whether I agree or disagree, but the tweet Kind of just got me thinking. It said that Liverpool are on course right now to, potentially, they are capable of matching Arsenal's invincible season, beating City's Hall of 100 points, and beating City's uh, most goals scored in a season. The only one that they're not on course to beat is Chelsea's 15 conceded. So the tweet was kind of just asking, does that show that this is potentially the most impressive or the hardest one to repeat, that that conceded 15 in 38 games? Because...
1: yeah, so let me. <clears throat> Sorry, let me just jump in here. Um, really, really quickly on this, the tweet also said they're on course to winning the treble, which, nah, sure. I mean, if they're that, they're the best team in the world as far as I'm mm-hmm. concerned. So clearly, you have the best chance to win the treble. They, if they keep this form going, which, you know, the only team that can probably beat them, in my opinion, is maybe Man City on a good day, right? They'll probably still break a hundred. They won't get right. the goals record, I don't think, and they won't get the fifteen. But I, will they go unbeaten? Probably City will do it to them. But yeah, they, they're the best. They, they have a great, great shot. And an Arsenal team that was invincible drew 12 games. These guys are not going to draw 12 games,
3: right? But so, do, you think, do you think the 15 conceded is a bit underrated? It is. Yeah.
1: I think it's massively underrated. I think this is why I said if Jose can't defend, what can he do? Because Jose was the single best defensive but man I've ever he's seen. Back.
3: It's an insane 15 and 38 Premier League goals. That is insane. It's and bogus. again, th- there's nothing wrong
1: with defending. It's just like when people go, oh, this is how the game supposed to be played. I find that very arrogant. And I do agree with Jose on that front. It's just how do you want to play the game? That's it. But if he can't defend, he's, he's useless. So this, this Liverpool team could be the greatest team we've ever seen, period. But just to agree with Roche a little bit, um, Spurs in this game didn't create anything until... Thirty minutes to the end. For 60 minutes, they were battered, and in fact, it could have been three-nil by by the half hour of this game, and that was because of the fluidity of Liverpool, but the defensive nonsense of 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 um, Spurs letting them come at them. It was only until they decided to bring on La Celso and just decided, you know what, let's do what Pochettino did, which is not have a focal point, run them around, spread them about, which is how Tottenham play whenever they don't have Harry Kane. And I remember <laughs> leading up to the Champions League final they were actually playing half-decent without Harry Kane. Not to say they don't need him, but Jose needed to look at that playbook and do something, which is actually Liverpool-esque, which is those three mobile guys who are not really strikers running around and stretching you. It was right there, the playbook, and he didn't do it. And that's why Liverpool is so great. They got that playbook, and they're using it.
3: Yeah, okay. I mean, I think we're all kind of almost in agreement with everything we're saying, which is lovely. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Spurs, it's, it's one of those words like... <clears throat> start of the season they looked like they were gonna you know take this top four top three by store we were talking about you know them being kind of title contenders at the start and all that it's slowly totally starting to fall apart um I don't know if Mourinho is going to be able to bring it back together um especially with United kind of finding a little bit of form recently Arsenal game aside I think it's been a good what four or five games in the league something like that that you guys have looked quite good favorable results um latest one beating Norwich what four 0 Yep. This was easy, breezy, beautiful yeah, cover stuff for United. <laughs>
1: well, this is what we don't do. We don't do easy, breezy against shitty teams.
3: Yeah, and Norwich, Norwich want to concede goals, you know? <laughs> they love it. Uh, Roche, what did you think of Man
0: United for Norwich City-0? Um,
2: another encouraging result. It's not the first time this season that we've seen uh, an encouraging performance. And... Uh, you know the goals are starting to come for this United team. You know sometimes they're hitting three goals, sometimes four, and you know this is something under Mourinho that the United fans would never would like would like dream of. Honestly, like a four-nil like victory, like this is something that we haven't experienced in a while. Uh, you're talking wave after wave of attack, young players. Um, you know Rashford scoring two goals. He's like such a such a like a boy to man he's become. Martial is playing with a smile on his face that we haven't really seen in previous seasons. A lot of encouraging things happening over here.
1: Yeah, fifth place, five yeah, points off. Fifth place, five points off top four. That top four is going to be a dumpster fest as it was last season. Uh, I have a feeling by the end, everyone's going to be f- messing it up to get in there, um, and that might be the usual for the next couple of years. But on that, Rashford has 19 goals in 30 games. He's going to get past 25 this season. None of no one really predicted that. Martial has 11 in 19 or something like that. So he's probably going to get past 20 by the time everything is said and done. And Mason has nine goals. So all this nonsense of the Fords aren't scoring, they are scoring goals. And they're scoring a lot more goals than they have in the last two seasons. So, you know, might not be the right manager, but credit for him for being a striker and knowing how to get people scoring goals. Because that's what's been happening.
3: um, This Mason Greenwood kid, he's got a good left foot on him, eh?
1: We're calling him Van Persie. <laughs> like this, I mean, we've, we've gotten I, to that
3: point. Don't ruin him. I'll be honest with you. I used to laugh at that too. And then that goal against Norwich, it was very Van Persie. It was like the whole world knew he was going to put it on his left and shoot at bottom right. Like, you know what I mean? Which is what Van Persie used to be like, okay, here it comes. Um, but he seems, to be, he seems to be a good player. He's confident. He has a good finish shot on him. Um, and again, you're not supposed to expect too much from, from someone at this age breaking to United and, you know, all that stuff. But he, he looks um, – he doesn't look bad. He scored yeah, that he goal four
1: good. times. Sorry, go ahead, Rashe. Go ahead.
2: Uh, I just wanted to add on, on the Greenwood bandwagon that, you know, when Rashford broke into the side, he was 18 years, close to 19 almost. And Mason Greenwood is actually younger than Rashford and has scored way more goals. And, um, and to see him come through in such a bleak season – where it's a season of transition for United is super encouraging. And he's almost like, you know, if I were to get a, a shirt of a United player today, it would be a toss-up between Rashford and Greenwood.
1: Hmm. And yeah. you know what? That's fair. That, that is absolutely fair. And it's, I don't know. I, it's, it's When you're a Man United fan, you care about youth coming up and to see both Rashford and Greenwood, and especially Rashford, like all the idiots that called him Rashbeck or, you know. Or, <laughs> I've never heard like, that. Yeah, like it was United fans called him Rashback. There was Trashford and there was Rashcott because
3: they were like, you know. <laughs> <there> was,
1: Trash, <laughs> Rash,
3: Rashford is very good. There, there but was a
1: lot of that. And honestly, they've all been made to look stupid because the boy is really, really good. And he's going to get 25 goals. So, you know, eat a dick.
0: <laughs> wow, fair enough.
3: Thank, thank you.
0: Okay, can we just talk for a second about uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and his, increasingly, his increasing tendency to say weird shit? Uh, what was that medieval comment he made when Van Persie criticized him? Oh, oh, uh,
1: he, he was like said he... He said
3: he said he said he's not gonna. This is he took my number or whatever shirt and he's that's the only thing he's gonna take from me. It's like, bro, he's not trying. He's not gigs.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> And
0: then he was like, I don't. I'm not
3: in medieval times. Uh, I'm not an idiot or something. Like, what? What are you on I, about? I actually don't know the medieval. You one. know? Can I tell you something? You know when. It, that whole, you know, when someone does something intentionally because people make fun of him for it, like it's all yeah, yeah. like just to be, you know, let me, let me
1: be a tough guy kind of thing. Yeah. So, like, so, like,
3: when people were making fun of him for smiling after a defeat, was she didn't mean, obviously, he was just standing there smiling, listening to the guy, like, this is just his face, right? So then I feel like he just started to do it more because it's almost one of those, like, you don't want people to think you stopped doing it because someone told you to stop doing it. Like, you know, you know, when you look, when you, yeah, there's like, yo, keep breathing. You're like, yeah. <laughs> breathe harder. It's just like, it's I it just felt like he was doing it on purpose so that people didn't think that he would stop smiling because of the comments. You know?
1: you know what was very funny about that? There were a lot of fans who were like, ooh, he is a bad boy after all.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> face bad
0: boy. <laughs> um, but so, uh, do you guys, you're aware of who you are playing next?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, not confident, but I mean, I don't mind. I'd rather this game than, you know, uh, what's the, what's the shitty team? Bournemouth?
0: But, but <laughs> you you were supposed to, in your answer, mention who it was.
3: Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, Liverpool. <laughs> Wait, Liverpool and then City again in the second leg? Uh, no. So it's Wolves, FA Cup, uh Liverpool,
1: somebody else. And I think then City. On- uh so, I, actually, you know, I'm, I'm happy about this. If there's going to be a game, I would rather play Liverpool away than play Bournemouth. Hey, Liverpool,
3: now. it's the only points Liverpool dropped all season. Yeah.
2: I, I mean... You know something about this Liverpool game? Like, I think this is it for me. This is a game of the season. If we take three points off of Liverpool here, if I think me, I'm okay to retire. I'm going to retire, I'm going to quit my job, like sail on a sailboat across the Pacific Ocean, I don't care about that.
3: Can you make sure it's somewhere with internet so you can do this every Monday? Um,
2: <laughs> maybe, I don't know. I think, I think that if we actually win this game, I'm retiring from football
0: altogether. <laughs> Wait, he's not going to know what day it is if he's in a sailboat on the Pacific. <laughs> That's
3: true.
0: <laughs> uh, but it is tempting to put a cheeky little bet on Manchester United winning this game something about it man
1: i would yeah Yeah, what are they anyone i
0: wonder what they are not a clue i don't even know how betting works really
1: yeah you tried it and then they told you
0: no (laughs) well no the the betting (laughs) the betting websites um or the credit cards in north america or at least here in canada are too secure they're like you can't use me on this website it's not (laughs) it's not safe oh really yeah. I
2: thought it was because Alex actually submitted his passport, but then they were like, "This passport is like prehistoric. We don't take people this old."
1: <laughs> wow! Wow! Let
3: me, let me tell. Know. Let me tell you some. Um, let me tell you some odds: two to five, four to nine, uh, nine to twenty, twenty-one, fifty. What? Odds, <laughs> <Awesome. laughs>
1: What does it mean? Thirteen to two. Thirteen what? to two. Oh, for midnight to be. Uh, uh, What's the what's yeah, the name?
3: Liverpool okay. at 34 to 5 and and yeah, it's mostly 13 to 2. So Thank let's you. let's
1: place that bet and then come back for
3: part two. Guys, 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 guys. There's a webs- betting website called Mo Play. <laughs>
1: I think they sponsored a Premier League team. I can't remember which one. i am just no say man.
0: I hope it's the team that has ni- uh, Neil Mopay in the team. <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta pay Mo. Arsenal won, Crystal Palace won. Uh, Mohamed, we've had fun watching Arsenal recently. We've had a bit of a resurgence under Arteta. Uh, Was this more of the same hampered by Aubameyang's red card, or was it a return to darkness?
3: The first 30 minutes were fantastic. I was enjoying myself. 7.30 in the morning, worth the wake up. Everything was looking good. Um, actually, the goal that we scored was one of the ones that I enjoyed the most this season because it's not about like you know it wasn't extravagant, but it had like 25 passes in the build-up all the way back from the center backs, back, back and forth, back and forth, penetrating right down the middle. Ozil like a Z, that beautiful touch by Obama and finish. I really enjoyed the first half an hour. We looked super, you know, just 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 full of energy, pressing Cristobal's back. Everything was you know uh, as Arteta would have wanted it. The only the, the only problem is we didn't really turn the screw. We should have scored one or two more in that period and completely killed the game. Um, but around like the thirty-fortieth minute or so, um, there was like a bit of a kerfuffle and a bad tackle and whatever, and then everybody just woke up. The crowd woke up, the palace woke up, and from then on, we were we were against the uh, you know the tide.
0: It's difficult to know quite where Arsenal are at right now. As you said, they're playing a lot better, um, but clearly still quite fragile if that you know if a change of atmosphere um can turn the tide in the game and are you scoring again I mean he's proving me and a lot of other people wrong this season with his his goal return um but how did we feel um and and guys I'm interested in how you feel because this is a VAR conversation as well about Aubameyang's yellow card being turned into a
1: red retroactively I thought it was absolutely spot on um uh, I don't know if I agree with the whole retroactively changing yellow cards to reds, but I mean, I think there are other uses for VAR, <laughs> like not doing the offside thing, but we'll leave that one alone. Um, but however, it's the rule and based on the rule, they got this right. It was a reckless challenge. And if the referee had given a red card on first sight, absolutely. He almost broke this man's ankle. He was out of control. His studs are up. That's a red card offense. So, you know, props to Var for getting that right this time for once. But Aubameyang's such a nice guy.
3: Sure. I, think, ah, I, think, no. I think I think, I think. think. the result of the tackle was bad. I I still think it's a red. I just feel like the result of the tackle was way worse than his intention. Like his intention was just to put his foot in front of him. The guy was a bit further than where he anticipated. And he, you know, he deserved the red card he got. He stepped on his ankle. It was pretty bad. But when you see it, in like reg- regular speed in the game Aubameyang wasn't even lunging like he barely he barely just kind of put his foot in front of the guy just unfortunate to step right on top of his ankle so he got what he deserved but he just unfortunate because he didn't mean it at all
0: it was unlucky uh, Crystal Palace are now a new bogey team for Arsenal Arsenal have not beaten them in four games
3: yeah but last last time at home was a var disgrace that Sokratis late last minute winner being overruled so you know um, anything involving Socrates
0: is a disgrace. Um, but
3: yeah, this, this game was, um, you know, a game of two halves, as, as they like to say. Arsenal still, obviously, with that weak underbelly. But you can still feel, It's weird because I thought Arteta would come in, and his focus and his biggest accomplishment would be kind of making us more fluid going forward. But if anything, we're playing the same going forward. We're just much better defensively. We're better in midfield. We're better at kind of closing down. <coughs> See, it's not what you kind of would have necessarily associated the impact you would have right away um, with, right? So, so I'm I'm surprised and, and I'm glad because you need that base, and we were worried about Arteta's ability to make us defend better, especially coming from like you know being the understudy of Pep Guardiola and all that. You're expecting just fluid football, wing backs up the field, but he's done more than that.
1: So I forgot to add this to my list of wins um, on my agenda list, but Arteta may have gotten you defending better as a team. But David Luiz on that goal was a complete and utter disgrace again. So I, I need to add that to my list on the agenda league table because mm. I'm I'm way hey hey past you guys
3: at this point. That's that's said like a true stats man because he's been one of our better players for four games now, man. He's I better. don't
1: I don't give a shit about four games. I'm saying he made a colossal <laughs> error in this game, which is exactly the point that the man is a liability and he will lose you points on his own. You need to replace that man.
3: That's yeah, He's, he's pretty good at lying down. He's got a lot of liability. Wow.
2: <laughs> i just like, I just like to add about David Luiz that the poster at Union Station still shows in a Chelsea
1: shirt. Uh, we're, we're in Canada, Rache. I'm not sure we're with it. <laughs> if it was hockey, we would be very quick to do that. Mm which is why the Everton fans told, told Alex and, and who was it, Sunderland fans, to go back to hockey or whatever.
0: <laughs> uh, you were Sunderland, I was Everton, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, every,
0: Everything we wrote has been proven true.
1: Yes, yes. They were both really, really shit.
0: <laughs> yep.
2: So, right, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa,
0: I, I missed the bus on this
1: one. What is that? You don't remember when uh, Alex... Wait, I wrote an article saying, I hate Sunderland so much, they're such a waste of time they need to go down. And Alex basically said... <laughs> Everton are a waste of time. They don't need to go down, but they're just a waste of time. <laughs> I, I told them that
0: their signings under Cumin had been rubbish and that they wouldn't improve. And uh, yeah. Oh yeah. And the and the, the, lo- the local oiks the local oiks went mad. <laughs>
2: i remember that article had like 40 comments on it yeah, yeah
3: just mad people man people yeah. were upset and
2: alex was responding to every single comment individually i was
0: loving it i was loving it to be honest
1: they were like go back to your igloos
3: like okay
1: yeah <laughs> um, but yeah anyways
3: that's uh, that, that's our so but again we we lost um torreira at halftime as well from uh, being injured um, so that was a big loss too he's been, he's been great for us in midfield one of the most improved players under Arteta which is not hard because we're actually playing him and we're actually playing him in his position um,
0: I, sorry th- th- there's something that I need to say about the, the Torreira and Xhaka double pivot which is why aren't Arsenal fans singing about them to the tune of Ferrero Xhaka
3: hey,
0: that's, like it's, it's so obvious Alex is waited it?
1: the entire winter break to make this one <laughs> it's been a long time coming man
3: Jaka,
0: Can you shoot?
3: <laughs> Pass it to Ozil. <laughs> It
1: Right
3: itself. Bro, that's actually we can make a whole like you know a bit of some, some better lyrics, but you know, you could you could really put together a long song. I'm just saying the potential's there. Right, uh, let's move on. Um sorry,
1: before we do that, I want to ask you guys a question. Uh hmm. it looks like Arteta has convinced Zaha not to abandon ship, and I get this whole "I think" of he's improving people and whatever. But both of you were very much like you would have walked him on out of like London yourselves. But Bernie Arteta you... deserves the sack for this. <laughs> I was gonna ask, do you respect this? <laughs> are you guys on board with this? Or
3: Bernie, <laughs> we are all. We are all sitting here waiting for the first shot on the stick. Okay. Yep. <laughs> We're just sitting here going, we can't wait to tell you we told you so <laughs> just like forget your pep bald fraud thoughts and just freaking sell him. But no, <laughs> he looks good. We can't say anything until the first. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. my god, that's beautiful.
0: Yeah, uh, we we lie and wait. <laughs> got, right. We
3: got me and Alex have got really good liability. <laughs> yes, absolutely.
0: Uh, Leicester won Southampton two. Uh
3: Danny Wait, Ings can't so stop scoring goals. But so they didn't win. Hey. Sorry.
0: It's all right. We forgive you. Um Leicester titles challenge is over. Because they lost. Uh and Danny Ings is like one of the best strikers in the Premier League.
3: I don't I don't understand what's happening with Ings. I remember the first game they brought him on. I was laughing my head off. He looked so <laughs> The ball came off his shin and went in. That was his first goal he scored this season. I clearly remember it. Like, he fumbled it against the keeper, and it was the most hilarious, comedic moment ever. And then from then on, he's just been on fire.
1: He's been so good that... Jose said Harry Kane won't make the Euros. He will, but let's say he doesn't. Do you take Danny Ings as the... I know he won't start, clearly, but as a striker to the Euros. Well, if, if,
0: if in that context your main striker is Tammy Abraham... Uh, Vardy Vardy's retired Vardy. from he's international football. Yeah. Why? Rashford you probably play on the left, so yeah, Ings probably makes a squad if he listen, continues his form.
3: Listen, 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 listen. You're telling me if Harry Kane is too injured to go to the Euros, Vardy is not going to come out of retirement?
0: Yeah, man, he's got vodka to drink.
3: <laughs> I bet you anything if Harry Kane is ruled out of the tournament, Vardy is going to say he's available.
0: Vardy will be in Lanzarote
1: or in Ibiza. <laughs> just doing shots off of pogo
3: Zambucan. dancers
0: Zambucan. Yes. And,
1: and then uh, when everyone finds out it will be because of Rebecca Vardy's
3: account hey it's exactly. Rebecca Vardy <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it can be Tammy Abraham but why not Rashford down the middle I don't get
1: it no man we've been
3: through this no Rashford on the left please leave me alone <laughs> but, he, but, but he plays down the middle for United where when how Doesn't he, he interchanges enough with Martial
1: wow I'm not even in this discussion. Wow. Okay. Uh,
3: he so he he plays like he plays down the center a lot. They interchange. It's not like he's. Just- they, they
1: don't interchange very much
3: at all. Okay. Well, you know more. <laughs> I have to say,
0: I, I I was under the same impression as Mohamed, but I will I will defer to the United
1: experience. It's not that much. It might be like. 10% of a game, you might see him pop up in the middle or something, but no.
0: Okay, well, nice. well, I get back to, back to your question. Would you rather play
1: Rashford down the middle or Danny Ings in the Euros? Yeah, I would I rather play Danny Ings as a number nine and Rashford off the left. Yes, I would do that. I would Rashford,
3: so basically what Bertie's saying is Rashford is so world-class. <laughs> <laughs> Take him out of his position.
1: <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't play Salah as a number nine, so I would play Salah off the wing and it's Ings the in the center, so...
3: If the alternative is freaking like storage, If
1: France plays Giroud in the middle as a number nine and win the World Cup, I would do the exact same thing with Danny Ings and win Euros. That's what I would do. And who are you to tell Deschamps (laughs) that that didn't work?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Because Giroud doesn't have Mbappe next to him. But Ings has Rashford. exactly the same thing. Exactly. Rashford has more
1: goals than Mbappe. So he's better than him now.
3: That was an I'm sorry, I'm just
2: coming a in a bit, a, bit, uh, a bit late over here, but uh, yeah, what's up with Danny Ings? I know you guys are just talking about him a lot, but like this Danny Ings guy seems to be coming back to life like an Egyptian mummy being resurrected.
3: <laughs> Did they true. do that? Did they do that?
1: Don't you? Uh, that
2: the well, point? they seem to be. They seem to be walking around in like mummy costumes and Scooby-Doo, so I think they like,
1: you know.
3: I swear oh my sometimes, god! Sometimes I just want to take the mask off for Shay and see who's really. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you would if if it wasn't for those meddling kids.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it'd be a smaller, it'd be a smaller when you take the mask off. It's as small yeah, it's scrappy, like a Russian doll.
1: Scrappy Roche. but on scrappy on, on, on point. Uh, on Roche's point, Southampton, uh, playing like a team been resurrected ever since they got buried nine 0 by Leicester. When did Roche make that
3: point? Well done. I'm helping him. I'm helping okay. the point. Okay.
1: And Danny Ings, considering he was injured for two years, was basically dead, and he's also resurrected. So yeah, roche has got a two two for one. Didn't yeah. Southampton? Just beat?
3: Who did Southampton beat? Sorry, this game I totally forgot. In huh? this game. Like who? Did, wasn't there something worse I think they they beat Leicester, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they they turned around a two-one against Leicester from a nine-nil. Like they they made a big turnaround from a team to lose nine-nil to beat. I literally just to said to, that. To, to, to be two-nil. fair
2: in that nine-nil loss, in that nine-nil loss, Ryan Bertrand was sent off after twelve minutes, and Southampton were pretty much just like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. It's like we're down to ten men and we're down two-nil. Fuck it. Well, well what's the worst guy that can happen? And then it ended up being nine-nil, and they were like, fuck. <laughs> so now here they are but and they're like say, oh well we have I, 11 men
3: <laughs> I, I'm impressed with their um, and have they waited on um, what's his name Hasan O'Too like he's a vet man he's a <clears throat> I like him a lot he like, has he's
0: a- got mental gloves well yes. you and him can
2: go on a date if you like him that much <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, drop bombs. Oh, my God. Uh, why didn't Barcelona hire Hasan then? That
3: sounds... I swear to you, Bernie, when you said that, it sounded like it was like some sort of um, like a joke. Why didn't Barcelona hire Hasan And like, we're supposed to say, because, you know, didn't cross the road. Or something.
1: <laughs> I mean, why they hire Setien when Hassan are around? Like, if you want <laughs> some type of manager at a lower low-level club. But we did already talk about that. He's so. not Spanish.
0: Chelsea 3, Burnley, no. Chelsea uh, struggled a bit. Recently, but they've been back on form for a couple of weeks now. Um, well, I was
2: just going to say does anybody remember when, uh, what's his face, that fat penguin, uh, Iguain, was, was playing for Chelsea <laughs> last season? Because <laughs> I feel like it's been years since he was in Chelsea. Like yeah, he was there for a hot yeah. minute
3: and now he's gone. Same. Same. It feels like it was 10 years ago.
1: Yeah. Uh, can you guys remind me about Iguain if we have time for Syrah? Just Rache has prompted something in my head. Just, Just tell us, man. Just tell us. Uh, oh, okay, I was gonna talk about the uh, uh, Juventus and uh, who they play. Roma, Roma game. Yeah. And yeah. you know when someone plays you a square pass on FIFA yeah. for for an open net? Yeah, I square. So yeah, they basically played that pass to Iguain, and he was he found him. He he straight offside. I'm like. How? <laughs> how do you even on FIFA they can't go outside? Momentum, like, man. How? Momentum. What? He, it, he's, was, was he's a, you see a boulder rolling down a hill? What do you mean? Momentum. Yeah, what? he can't stop himself.
3: <laughs> yeah, he can't stop himself at the buffet. He goes from 100 to 0
0: in about seven minutes. <laughs>
3: Yeah, he's oh, not gonna find
0: oh, yeah. it is what it is, mate. Find me. <laughs> he sets off in a straight line and that's it. You better find him with the ball <laughs> or he's out of the game.
1: Like he's already so slow. How <laughs> are you outside? <laughs> what's funny
0: what's funny is that he's doing pretty well for you, mate. This season. <laughs> <laughs> but he still looks
1: very funny doing it it's true. <laughs> oh my god anyway what, Anyways, um, yeah Chelsea, Chelsea
3: are uh, struggling in a little bit eh?
0: well apart from beating Burnley 3 now. Burnley might go down which would be absolutely brilliant I can't wait <laughs> they've it's lost so
3: like boring. five out of
1: six or something <laughs> I'm so done I need Burnley Norwich and Bournemouth no time. Norwich
3: try and play football man what do yeah, you at least, mean at least they're trying to play
1: Look, they annoy me because they try to play. They don't actually try to win. Like, they're just like, we're going to play this game and get beaten every week. Like, get out of here.
3: I think definitely um, Burnley. Definitely. definitely. And then I would say, (laughs) like, (laughs) hmm. I need
1: Bournemouth gone because they're wasting time. I'm tired tired of Watford in the league. Me too. No, but Nigel Pearson's story. Come on now.
0: Yeah, they're on form though.
2: What I would Brighton? honestly love it if Watford went down just because I don't want to see Troy Pini take another play, a media interview again. Like he's yeah, just talking about, like I'll be in the guys. What
3: about are too big in London EA to go down? No, but they should. Uh, they're, they're, they're pretty terrible. They could go down.
1: No, no, they, no. As they, if, they
3: like, it would be a big, a relatively big loss to the league.
1: Eh, would it be the end of Moyes completely? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that, that could be worth it. I, said, I, I'm hopefully. down for West Ham. I'm down for West, Bro, West Ham. Bro, they just
3: beat us.
1: <laughs> what?
3: Or whoever they beat. West Ham just beat. They, what? they beat the- someone last
0: week, but they also lost to Sheffield United this week.
3: That's fine. We, we, we can take that. They beat someone I, 4-0. How is Google not updated? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's the end of the world, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, but wait. You guys want Watford, Burnley... Fuck's sake. No, I, I got to have Bournemouth in that list. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, I've been swanky. i been slanky.
0: Uh, I need Watford, Bournemouth, uh, sorry, Watford uh, West Ham, and Everton, please. <laughs> okay, my three, my
2: three are Burnley, Watford, and West Ham. And that's, that's because West Ham, because West, the, the only good thing they have going for them is that Neville Longbottom is a fan of them. Yeah, that's right. From Harry Potter.
1: I'm still dying that Alex wants Ancelotti's whole career to be ended right What a story that would be. Oh my goodness. Uh, anything else uh, on this game or on the Premier League this week?
3: Um, <laughs> will, will Chelsea go on, will Liverpool go and beat them? No. They'll lose one, just one. I think
0: if they beat if they don't get beaten by United this weekend, I don't know why, but I feel I just have this feeling that United are most likely to beat them. I, I, I think they'll be fine if they get through this.
2: <laughs> you know what I said about if that happens?
3: Yes. Uh, we're all ready it for you to go to out. an
1: island and leave us alone. We're all ready for
3: that. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? I'm down for you now to get to people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh let's. We're moving on from the Premier League, or what's
1: the plan? Well, we already did a bit of La Liga to start. Uh, I think Italy is a logical place. Uh, did you guys oh. talk
3: about um, in La Liga's big news? Uh, did you talk talk about Messi being the goal?
1: Um, yes, we, oh, we that, actually did. Yep. Was that that's, breaking? That's, that's how we started the that, the podcast. That, that's it was.
3: breaking. It, it just it was just released, like just before I came on. Monet,
1: Monet, you have to listen to the first ten seconds of the podcast. Because okay. that's actually how Alex introed. It's just, nah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, uh, Syria. A. Uh, we talked about Juventus. 2-0 uh, win over Roma. Uh, this is going to be interesting. 2-1. Uh, oh, yes. We got a penalty. Mm. Um, my agenda was going smoothly until I started bragging. Uh, so. Which agenda um, was this? My delit is not the guy yet agenda. Uh, sure. Uh, which is 100% accurate. But, and Demiral was doing my work for me by even scoring a goal. What is this nonsense? I mean, he has been killing it.
3: He really has.
1: He really has. And then he got injured. And I'm sure it's because I got too ahead of myself. And... Uh,
3: can, you, yeah. can you be not 100% accurate? Like, I'm just thinking, is saying accurate sufficient? Can you not uh, be 100%
1: I'll see you next Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Got me thinking like you don't need the hundred percent before accurate. You being accurate assumes that it's all of it. And you're being pedantic. Yeah, you know,
2: funny. no one's getting fantasy points off this league. So I mean
1: anybody... <laughs>
3: <laughs> Is this where you brag about oh, by the way, top of that league? By the way, sorry, sorry. Since he since he brought fantasy, I just have to say, Roshe, I think you'd be very proud of me this week. Um, uh-huh. I took out Sterling and brought on Mares and then took out uh, that extra money put on Alexander Trent and I got a plus 30 points just for my transfers this week.
1: Can we give him oh, wow. minus 10 points for calling him Alexander Trent? Can we, can we do
3: that? <laughs> uh, yep.
2: <Alexander. laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> I Mohanad and Bernie are locked in a battle. They're like, I think they're just a few points apart. Yes,
0: what, sir. What, what I will say about Mohanad and, and Alexander Trent is that Mohanad is beautifully, consistently inconsistent in that he says his name <clears throat> differently every time, which That's I true. love. It's either true. Alexander I, I, Trent or Trent Alexander or Arnold Alexander. Yeah. Or yeah. Arnold Trent.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, Maddie also doesn't know how to spell. So he spells it differently <laughs> every single time as well.
1: Also, can we stop talking about Mohanai being knocked, like, locked in a battle when I'm 10 points ahead of him, please? like Have um, some respect. Bro,
3: you're 10 points out of like 1,000 points. It's like 1%. Per- have some respect for yourself. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great
0: Syria segment. Like. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, fine. Back to Ronaldo scoring topics. Yeah. What do you want? 14
1: goals, 16 so, games. The man is not yet finished. Sorry, Mohamed. Your agenda was wrong. Take that L and shove it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's serious, bro. Like, he can score goals and crunches.
0: I don't care uh, what it is. Lukaku, absolute (laughs) goat in this league.
3: Exactly. Lukaku looks like the best striker in the world. Is it my problem? No. (laughs) That's
0: that's all Lukaku needed. He
2: needed people not to pressure him, just jog around him like idiots, and then just to tap the ball in.
3: Well, I mean, it's tough. I, I wouldn't say there's no pressure when you're literally playing in the, like, the, the top league, the top racist league in the world. I wouldn't say there's no pressure.
0: <laughs> there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of pressure. I will say Ronaldo. Ronaldo has said that this is the hardest defensive, well, the most defensively competent league he's had to score goals in. Like he thinks this is the hardest. Although he may also just be protecting his reputation because his first season in Italy. It's it's two
3: things. It's two things. It's easy to say now, and number two is all relative to your current ability, which are yeah so yeah good. yeah
0: for sure.
2: So, I, I, oh, I will, how could we forget, Bernie? You forgot. You uh, forgot Ashley Young to into Milan.
1: Oh, I think we might have a little transfer segment at the end of this. What happened? Who went into Milan? It's not done yet. Ashley Young is is going to Intermaline. It's going to happen.
3: Yeah, we're not starting with that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Monit, Roche has waited half I his swear. life for this. I Let thought him it have saying, his I, day. I, I it <laughs> It's been Eric's... at least three
2: years. It's literally been at least three years of me with this, like, solo agenda <laughs> against Ashley okay. Young. Okay,
1: let's, uh, if we're done with Sierra uh, which we shouldn't be, but whatever. Uh, actually, no. Let's give Sierra its, its its credit. Uh, I, bet you,
3: I bet you Resey I bet you Resey was, was gliding in the, in the air and then sat on Astian's Young's <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god uh, Okay hold on So we did Juventus-Roma I,
2: I actually be able to look at the United lineup?
1: Oh wait why didn't no one tell me that Inter Milan drew this weekend What did they draw? Atalanta 1-1 one, one.
0: Predictable, uh, Atalanta are brilliant
3: Oh that's the end of the league then Mm, no,
0: they're two, they're two points behind. Oh, I, oh
3: Zlatan! Zlatan scored. Yep.
1: Yes, yeah. yes, he did. And it's a good goal too. I hope it's the only one he scores. Um, <clears throat> Chiro Immobile is killing it, guys. Like, absolutely say, killing can it, can as let's
3: Lazio. Can I just say, we're bigging up Ronaldo in the league where like 38-year-old Zlatan has come back and scored away in his first game. What does that I say? Mean, Zlatan, yeah, killed, the retirement Zlatan
0: killed the premiership too, at 36.
1: So, in his mind. Uh, what, what does that say I about like that. Uh, La Liga where old man Adaris can score like 20 goals? What does it say, does it say
3: when Rashford has a better goal return than Ronaldo ever did in the Premier League?
1: You know what? I'll let you have that because I love Rashford. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let you have it. On another day, we would fight, but it's Rashford, so we'll let it go. <laughs> Good. Well well played, it, Well played.
3: <laughs> okay, see, you. see you next week.
2: If that wraps up, sorry, uh there's one quick announcement from League One that I have to, that I have to throw in.
3: Uh, okay go ahead it's, it's close enough it's on the continent
2: <laughs> it's uh it's about uh, so PSG do 3-3 with Monaco over the weekend and yes. Neymar scored but right before Neymar scored I was like who is that idiot with that stupid looking haircut on the ball and it was Neymar
1: <laughs> I think that's that's everyone every week with Neymar so I, I oh, he actually looks worse than I thought. Nope, 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 you're right. That's <laughs> it. He, he looks so bad. He looks like, uh, what's his face? Gibrilos, uh, you say? But
2: like
3: with worse hair. And, but it's and, the same and, color and, of hair. And with two legs. Y-
1: you know what's really interesting? <laughs> <laughs> two legs, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well done. Juan is not here for a month and he just drops bombs all over the place. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm a good <laughs> Ugh, <God. laughs>
2: You're dropping better bombs than... Uh, don't oh, sit, don't sit, don't sit, don't sit. There <laughs> we go. Don't yeah, go you
1: there. You have to That's ruin it. <laughs> too soon. Uh, Only five points up on uh, Olympic Marseille in second, eh? Uh I mean, they're gonna, PSG are going to win the league, but does this mean that AVB is actually not rubbish?
0: AVB is doing an absolutely brilliant job at a basket case of a club, and he will be linked to your club, a club near you, coming soon. For
3: uh, 99. <laughs>
1: Exactly. Oh, okay, let's make a prediction. Here's my prediction. Ancelotti leaves and Everton. Ooh, it actually fits him
0: so nicely. I like that. You know what I am I, kind of tempted by? Mm. Daniel Levy chases Mourinho out of town and reappoints AVP. Mm. I love it. <laughs> love it.
3: You know what? That's not... That's not uh... I like the Everton link. It suits him. I can see him being there, trying to, like, go all European on Everton. <laughs> no, Ancelotti. No, Ancelotti is, is realistic. He's not trying to do anything. Ancelotti's like, guys, can we just play a little bit better? I'm not <laughs> He's but, like, I want, I want to smoke. I yeah. want to have the smoke. Just play him the football. Then leave me alone. <laughs> That's it. But AVB is going to come in and actually try and turn it into, like, you know, like True. Club the Everton. Club. <laughs> 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 Sporting club to <the> Everton <laughs> Yeah, that's and mercy, sir uh,
1: All right, so 10 minutes left uh, Let's get into the transfers uh, We're going to start with Bruno Fernandes uh, And that's because <laughs> I have put my life on the line If this doesn't happen, guys, I'm just going to you, let you know I put you all in my will because I'm Are you joining be-
3: Riche on his island? Yes, but I will die on the island.
1: <laughs> I can't. That's no, I, can't. I, in Portugal.
3: I was in Portugal recently and I talked to him. And, and, and? Ed, he said he's speaking. What language were what language mm-hmm. you speaking?
2: Because you can't speak or type or write and he's not speaking
0: the same language.
2: Have you, have
1: you heard Portuguese? He's <laughs> <It's> fine. <laughs>
0: yeah, Portuguese sounds like a vacuum cleaner. <laughs>
3: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> come on and go ahead nothing man i was making a useless point anyway okay i'll
0: i'll, I'll, I'll rescue the transfer roundup uh, when we and, and bernie we talked recently about whether who's worse ed woodward or ivan gazidis and i think it's ivan gazidis and his shambles of a club ac milan sent pepe reyna on loan to aston villa and took Asmir Begovic from Bournemouth to replace him.
1: What's the point? Uh, this was about bouncing the books. So, Rainer was on too much money, which was actual, the actual Gazeta shithousery and all this. So, he's actually fixing his first mistake. So,
3: yeah. Well, if he wants okay. to fix his first mistake, he should come back and fix Arsenal. <laughs> Careful so- what you wish for, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, I thought you were going to say just... Th- just do not go into football, and that's fixing your first mistake. But yeah. Sure.
3: Oh well, not maybe his parents should fix that mistake. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I don't know who who got more mad, but whoever did it, keep doing that shit. <laughs> oh
0: wait! Before we move on from Ivan Gazidis, I've got to find the tweet. You guys all saw it yesterday, but it is about AC Milan's transfer mm. dealings in the <clears> last <throat> couple years. Hang on, I'm just filling. I'm just filling. If anyone. Dealings.
3: Oh, it's the only- here we
0: go. Here we go. Milan turned forty million into Bonucci, turned Bonucci into Iguain and Caldara, and now all three players are where they were originally. And Milan did not have forty million.
3: The best part is at the end and now Milan don't have forty million. <laughs> yeah. So uh let let's. So
1: I've got two on the Milan train. Okay. One, as Roche mentioned, is uh, they are considering, after they were offered Jesse Lingard, who is going to be replaced by Bruno Fernandes, hopefully, by Mino Raiola, who is now Lingard's agent, they are actually considering um, Jesse Lingard as a signing. No goals, no assists in 365 days, Jesse Lingard, because (laughs) they want to sell uh, Chan Honoglu. And it was funny because... The rumor, and I know it's not true, but the rumor came out that Arsenal were looking at it, and the AC Milan fans were in the comments saying, "Guys, he's so good, can't believe yeah. we're gonna sell him. Oh yeah. my God, this is gonna hurt.
3: Just trying to whip Arsenal fans into thinking that
1: he's any good." And it was that's so that's what we
3: do. That's what we do with every Mustafi article. We're like, "This guy's a gem." <laughs> you know, a- AFTV produced a video,
0: uh, and the like the title kind of page of the video was arsenal linked with the
3: new ozil like the guy's like 28 <laughs> <laughs> and he's turkish that's literally it <laughs> yeah man it's um this this i don't know man they see Milan are just weird and lingard like clearly if he's gonna get rayola as 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 his dude then he wants to move because why else would you would you get yourself into that unless you're looking for a move you know
1: he knows his time is up uh so he's trying to you know get ahead of it uh another funny story is that the other Fernandes, Get uh, Jedson. I don't know. I think it's Jetson or Getson. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was supposed Gif to go to Gif? West Ham. Jeff, G- Jeff. Oh, <laughs> damn it! He's supposed to go to West Ham apparently, and David Moise even said as much. <laughs> he's like, I swear, like, man. the player for the future, but he's also a player for now. I'm like, okay, what happened to? We don't talk
3: about speculation until. Good old like, Moisey. Like, I swear, I swear, money makes people do some crazy stuff, man. Oh yeah. yeah would this Jetson dude instead of flying in his sci-fi world why would he go and, and like play for West Ham
1: like it doesn't make any sense but, but he finished the story what happened so he's not going to West Ham <laughs> he's actually going to Spurs and he had there were, there were four agents working on this deal one of them working on behalf of like West Ham and Benfica, so Benfica said, we want you to work on the West Ham deal, you to work on any other deals. And they agreed the West Ham deal. And when Spurs came in, Jetson Fernandes, he refused to pick up his phone when that agent called him numerous times until he went to his home, banged the door down and found him there and realized that, oh, he's signing for Spurs, why he would not pick up my call.
3: <laughs> Are you
0: serious? <laughs> so Embarrassing, serious. man. Three of those agents were probably the ones that you sent over to sign under
3: Herrera. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just think of like three dudes in like trilby hats, man, like showing up in Spain. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it feels like an episode of The Office or something. I really swear, I, like they all look
3: at the camera. <laughs> oh, uh, what who else? Other? Who else is moving? Um, there's also some rumors about oh, today, fresh off the press, rumors of a loan deal for Stones to Arsenal. Really hmm wow. <laughs> like just an hour ago that's actually one of the worst rumors i've ever heard in my life it's it's only because we're getting rid of like a couple of defenders mavropanos is going out on loan mustafi is going out <sighs> hopefully leaving and they're just saying like stones and arteta are managed by the same guys mm.
0: the weird thing is it, it would be odd if arteta massively disagreed with pep's assessment of of stones like, she is that he's rubbish, which is, he's not <laughs> no, good but, but
3: I think, I think, Pep, uh, sorry, um, Arteta is also realistic. This is not a player signing for City, it's a player signing for this Arsenal. So, we'll yes. own City, won't you know? Yeah, that's fair.
1: I, there was a rumor. Oh, there was that really bad rumor which had legs for a bit, uh, more than the actual player. But Jerome Boateng, oh my god, I'm so glad that's gone now. Yes, mate, hey, if that actually happened. I, who, anyone who responsible would need to be sacked immediately.
3: Yeah, and and Gizidas would have to be sacked just by association. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, so back to Ashley Young, okay, Inter Milan.
3: Yes, we have a we have a minute and a
1: bit left. Let's end it on Ashley Young. Hang yeah. on, I have some bad How? news about that. What? Inter
0: Milan are signing Spinazzola from Roma, who plays in the same position. <laughs>
1: Wait, so after Ashley Young grandstanded and said I'm not playing anymore because I want this 18-month contract and not your six-month contract or whatever, earn that big cash payout, he might have to come back?
0: I mean I'm not saying it's definite but this is not a good sign for that transfer. It's It's not a good sign for
2: Ache. Into Milan were like signing everybody and then they decided to sign Ashley Young and all these players are in their like mid-30s but like honestly I would fly him there myself.
3: (laughs) He doesn't even play anymore. Instead, you have, you know, fat-ass Shaw, so you're good. No,
2: no, he was on the field the other day, and I couldn't watch. I turned the game off.
3: Freaking Pops versus Shaw. Oh,
1: yuck. Disgusting. Uh, yeah, anyway, for Roche Sandy, I hope that one goes through. Inter also linked with Ericsson, but now they've come out to say that that's not true. So I don't know
3: what's going on with Inter. Ericsson, Ericsson came out recently saying he has big dreams, but it's all a secret. That was in 2014 he said that. Yeah, that's what I said. I said he came out and said that. I didn't say when. <laughs> wow,
0: okay. Uh, right. uh, since, since, since we've missed a few weeks, so there was also the Alexander Neubel transfer from Schalke to Bayern. Uh, Schalke immediately sacked him as their Captain. So he's joining Bayern next season, and he was the captain of Schalke, who immediately sacked him, and now he's just got to spend an awkward six months waiting around to move, and then he has to spend an awkward rest of his life being the second keeper under Manuel Neuer, who has said he's not giving up
1: any playing time. Wow.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he said it like he's the one that picks his players. Yeah.
1: Oh, well, he kind of is. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're ending on the uh, on the Nobel Prize. Uh, Alex, hey. uh, why don't you uh, send us away? All right, get the hell out of here thank you for downloading the Koshcast.
0: get in touch at under the kosh blog at gmail.com follow us on twitter at under underscore the kosh and for articles predictions and the full experience go to under the